0: You're wearing that hat again, but, you know, the good news is you're not in my house.
1: Yeah, well, I'm wearing the hat because, like I said before, it makes our show better. But it doesn't. No, it does. Like, it makes me a better podcaster, and it's the it's like the podcast's placebo effect, where, like, if I believe that it makes me a better podcaster, then I am. All right, if if that's what it'll take, but— If you ever start to believe
0: that I have to wear those hats, then you're shit out of luck. I'm I'm going
1: to get you to come around on the podcasting
0: fedora. It's not going to happen. It doesn't fit. I I would totally wear it if it fit. I would not wear it if it
1: fit. It's just because your head's stupid and big.
0: (laughs) It's it's actually smaller than yours. Welcome everyone to the Lake Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Harrison Fagan in his stupid
1: hat. <laughs> we, it's a podcasting fedora, Anthony. It's not stupid. <laughs> fedora the Explorer is 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 on the other line here.
0: Um, <laughs> we uh, it's been a look. Harrison and I are both a little goofier than normal because we have spent a full day talking about Magic Johnson, maybe or maybe not mentoring Ben Simmons the circumstances under which that was made publicly known <laughs> when magic didn't have to do that uh the Sixers response to it and a, and since then a Sixers response so what we're going to do we're going to try our hand at, at at the very popular podcast serial and we're going to try to take you guys through that but just with it, with all the updates that we've had to write about today Harrison has all those updates in front of us and we're going to see how this thing goes. Are you, are you ready to,
1: to out cereal cereal? Well, have you ever listened to cereal? Uh, no, no. Too. Neither have I. So this is going to be great. <laughs> so we're two Should guys who vaguely cereal? understand what the concept of cereal is, yeah. trying to do a cereal podcast. Should I be eating cereal? I think that's, if, that, if that's not what it's about, then I don't know why I have these lucky charms here. What's your favorite, What's your favorite cereal? Ooh, that's a good is oatmeal considered a cereal. God
0: damn it, and God. I knew your answer was gonna make me angry. I knew it. I knew you were <laughs> going to annoy me with your answer. I think it is. I think I, it's considered a it's cereal. It's not a
1: cereal. It's not a cereal. It's not. Okay, well if I have to pick another one like Frosted Mini Wheats?
0: That's alright. It's a that's a that's an okay one. Do you
1: do you eat them with milk? No, why would you put milk in your cereal? I mean, <laughs> that's just to make you mad. <laughs> no, I, I've I've eaten them, eaten
0: them both ways. I, I really Frosted that Flakes that are actually kid. better without milk. That's my hot what? take here. Frosted Flakes are better without milk.
1: Oh, I agree with that. They get all soggy and gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but anyway, cinnamon toast crunch is objectively the the, the answer here. That's. I'm sorry, that's a, dude. That's an okay cereal. Yeah, the best part Johnson is the cereal. the um milk afterward is like cinnamony. It's it's really good. All right, let's let's talk about <laughs> Magic Johnson. Um, so we started today with a tweet from like '94 or '5 in Philly or something like that. Um, that basically was Elton Brand saying that he had already said no to Ben Simmons working with Magic Johnson. As far back as a month
1: ago, which meant yeah, it was it was nine seventy five. The fanatic and he said on the on the air that Rob Palinka called me and said that Ben Simmons wanted to talk to Hall of Famers after the season. Magic was on the list. He asked for authorization. I said no. This was over a month ago.
0: <laughs>
1: so that left us at the understanding, and we're
0: going to take you basically blow by blow here. That's how I I think this is this is best because this is how. You guys get to – this is how we have to write about this stuff was with each update on a story like this. So with that is the loan update. That meant at the time that Magic Johnson, on a nationally televised game,
1: was asked a question about a player – yeah, so that's what I was going to say. That wasn't the lone update. That yeah. was that was the update after the first update, which was that, uh, you know, honestly, we should just we should play this audio here. And I want yeah. you guys to count that it takes uh, it takes Magic Johnson five words before he <laughs> like accidentally completely unprompted strays yeah. into a tampering fine. OK, we're going to we're going to we're going to play this clip for you because okay. this is courtesy of Bill Oram of The Athletic. Yes,
2: I'm gonna take the last one, and then I gotta go. Yeah,
1: I did only because he's likened to you in a complimentary way. I was wondering if you enjoy watching Ben Simmons play.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, he reached out to me, not not to me directly, to the Lakers to find out if we can get together this summer. I said, hey, you got to clear it with the league and have um, everybody the. the the Sixers sign off. We sign off. The league sign off. That there's not nothing going on. But he wants to know how to play the position as a big guard. Da 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 da. It's fine. You know, I will do that. But if everybody doesn't sign off, then we can't get together. But I love his game. I love his vision. I love also too. Uh, um, he's very uh, in terms of basketball IQ. Very, very high basketball IQ. And look at him now. They. The East better watch out. This is a, a, a stacked team. The playoffs are going to be very excited on both sides. I tell you, the moves everybody made, wow. Uh, the East, <laughs> the West was stacked on a different way, but with all the moves that the East teams have made, it's going to be something else. I'm so excited, and we want to be a part of it. So that's what I want everybody to focus on. I don't want them to focus on all this other stuff, what happened, who name was mentioned, all that. That's over with. That's that, that was Thursday. This is now. Everybody got to buckle up, and we got to move forward. So we know they're, they're going to be in that position. We want to be in the playoffs, too. I, I just,
1: like, uh, my reaction, like, when I – because I wanted to figure out the full context. I was like, okay, maybe he was asked about working out with Ben Simmons. And so in that case, like, I don't know. I It's hard for me to fault him for answering the question, you know, even if technically they aren't supposed – like, if he's asked directly about that, you – it almost looks like you're guilty if you don't answer it. Yeah. But he was asked if he like if he if he if enjoys he... watching him play. <laughs> it was just
0: at the time as it was going down. I remember listening to him, like I was hoping, hoping that that would be a question. Right. That 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 was part of the question. I don't know why that question would have been asked. It didn't make very much sense that that would be a question that somebody asked him, but. You know, maybe, maybe this was going to work out to where Magic could just say, well, I was just answering a question. But
1: he wasn't. He was just, he
0: just ran, he walked straight into a tampering fine without having to
1: at all. Well, maybe a tamper, like probably not. I I think by the end of this, we're going to outline why it's probably not going to be a tampering fine, or at least I'm going to try to. But so... You have you have that context there, and then we get the report that uh, that very very predictably the um the league is looking in is has opened a tampering investigation uh <laughs> on the Lakers and their contact with Ben Simmons and like oh my God who would have guessed that Magic Johnson just being like yeah I wanted to work out with Ben Simmons and like the Sixers won't let me. To this point, the only dumb thing from the story was Magic admitting it,
0: right? That was yeah to this point that was the only dumb thing everything else kind of fa- fell in line with how every you would you would expect everybody involved in the story to respond to said story
1: yeah and then like i'm going to and then like the lakers released the statement uh and so i i'm just guessing that serial has like really dramatic like transitions <laughs> and they would never have guessed what the two podcasters what would happen next in this storyline and then there's probably like some music where it's like doo 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 And then like all of a sudden the Lakers released a statement harshly uh, fighting back on the allegations of tampering and uh, their statement read to clarify last November the 76ers sent an email to the Lakers asking if Ben Simmons would be able to speak with Magic Johnson about his hall of fame playing career after receiving the email request from the 76ers lakers general manager rob Polinka contacted 76ers general manager elton brand and informed him that magic could only do so if the 76ers gave written pre-approval that was the end of the matter so that's like a pretty so then now all of a sudden we we have two seemingly conflicting stories we mm-hmm. have like we have elton brand saying that rob Polinka reached out to him and then we have uh like the lakers statement that's saying that, this, no, actually, the Sixers reached out to the Lakers. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. Now it's the two Spider-Man meme, but only because they're pointing at each other. And they're both being <laughs> like, it. no, you're – it's you tampered. Yeah. Uh, I still find
0: it hard to believe, even right now, knowing everything that we do, that any Sixers employee, no matter what Ben Simmons reference or, or preference would have been, that a Sixers employee would would guide – simmons to the lakers president of basketball operations and then can i can i also quick tangent? well i was
1: gonna say i'm anthony i'm gonna push back on that
0: a little bit well because... quick tangent quick tangent okay everybody out there who was who was trying to equate it to like when kobe worked with hakeem on his post moves and then dwight went and worked no i think dwight was a
1: houston rocket when that happened but when kobe went i think went... so was hakeem huh i think so was hakeem by that time i'm not sure that he was when kobe worked with him uh, I'm pretty sure Hakeem had some like placeholder thing. Yeah, maybe that. That,
0: but but anyway, but that that just kind of like makes it, even the if be, the
1: better comparison is that Kobe went and sought mentorship from MJ when he was a Wizards employee. Yeah, yeah. Although, and part owner. So was was. MJ the GM, I think he was, right? Yeah, he was. So, like that so that that to me that's a better comparison almost. right. It is. Cause for sure, yeah.
0: It is. Um but to those who were who were equating uh,
1: and that was still a very
0: different league. There was no social media at the time, right? There was there was if tampering was going on, it was because people met up at the All-Star game. There were very few other avenues to to tamper and and to get these back channel deals done back then compared to how they are now, right? Um, yeah. With the Hakeem thing. Don't don't make that comparison. It's it's not it's not a great one to make. It's just it
1: just don't go there. Just well, say, it's also it's just it's not the president of basketball exactly. operations that has of an organization that has already been fined twice for tampering. Right. One, and, like, you can agree – like, I think that the, the fine that they levied against Magic for the Giannis comments was one of the stupidest fines I've Very ever dumb. seen. Yeah, it was really, really stupid. And, uh, like, he was fined for saying that Giannis would win a championship in Milwaukee. <laughs> and, like, like, it was kind of a precedentless fine because – like the league has always kind of allowed guys who are greats of the game to talk about stuff like outside of just like their current post a lot of the time. Like, mm-hmm. and so for Magic to talk about like the next evolution of the big guard, not with Simmons, but like in that story about Giannis, like at the time he almost had really no reason to believe that, especially if he was saying the stuff about winning in Milwaukee, that he'd be fine. I felt like that was a pretty unfair find. But even still, if the NBA has decided that the letter of the law, they're looking at it that closely. And like the the line is like that bold, and you can't step over it. Then like you got to know better than to do this. I think he should have known better even before that precedent was set. Maybe, but I I think you're I think you're overestimating how much they used to allow. Guys like even even some guys still get to do it. Like Jerry West is a Clipper like a highly ranking Clippers executive, and he said all kinds of stuff about Michael uh, about LeBron James this summer, and never received any fine. He uh. He is also the, the part of an Rockets organization that is sending Lawrence Frank all over the country to follow Kawhi Leonard. The the Rockets owner still has not been fined for earlier this uh, like summer when the Jimmy Butler stuff was going on, talking publicly about wanting to try and get Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like, it, there is double standard with this stuff. But well, at the same time, but I Magic think that, should have known that the Lakers are under scrutiny for this. Well, I,
0: I think that double standard, I, I don't think it's—I think it's— Pretty ridiculous. I don't think it's mostly ridiculous, but I think it's pretty ridiculous. But I, I, I think it's it's we it would be intellectually dishonest of us to to paint it as if they didn't earn this extra scrutiny, because like Palenka did, there was some stuff that they found. That's why they find him That's why they found find the Lakers five hundred thousand dollars right. And once yeah. you once once you are fined the record amount for tampering, you are then going to be looked at closely. The Lakers the tamperers. The and when were, there was just all the Anthony Davis right, stuff a like week they ago, were, they were where just the Pelicans under, were accusing you of tampering, <laughs> they were just under investigation for this. And and Magic again just just boldly and brazenly just went, oh yeah, I've, we tried to work with Ben Simmons, but this, the but you know
1: did he even say that they were thinking? Did he even say that Elton Brand was not going to? Work he said with him? that like he said like I would that he would work with them and oh that, if it was uh, cleared, and, yeah, and that like if it maybe was maybe he just forgot but... that it wasn't cleared. Or maybe no one told him. (laughs) We are in the dumbest timeline. All right, so what's... what's Well, so then the other thing, like you're saying you don't believe, like, why would the Sixers do this? Well, Anthony, I'm here to tell you that the LA Times, uh, Tanya Ganguly of the LA Times reported that the Sixers did this. And it's just not in the way that you think. Uh, It is reportedly Alan Lumpkin, who is the 76ers director of basketball administration, called the Lakers to request that meeting for Simmons among Lumpkin's responsibilities is player development. So this is like it's a player development coach reached out on. And then Ramona Shelburne of ESPN later tonight reported that um, that Simmons's brother actually asked that guy to reach out to uh, to the Lakers. So like that guy probably doesn't have a job anymore. This all was like a very stupid game of telephone. That I don't think that Lumpkin guy can continue to work. No, I honestly th- feel like that's like not that bad of a mistake to like reach out just as like a like like a not, hey, not like, without not without
0: reaching out to Elton Brand first.
1: The, I mean, we got this is November. Was Elton Brand hired in November? Yeah, yeah he was right. He was hired. Yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly when he was it hired, was, but was, I think it was almost before the There was a weird season. situation there. I don't know. I, I feel like that's not totally outside the lines of like as a player development coach to like reach out and be like, hey, this guy wants to work with you when You're they're going to have to go and run it by him anyway.
0: You're insane. He's talking to the, the Lakers president of basketball operations. At that level, you have to talk to your boss about it. You have to run that. Could you imagine if like, all right, I want to get better at podcasting and and uh the person i wanted to talk to about podcasting oh and and by the way i share an agent with like bill simmons right and i wanted to i wanted to work with with bill simmons over the summer to figure out how to become a better podcaster or whatever it is and without talking to to you uh or seth or any of our bosses i just went out or 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 my agent or somebody coordinated something to where i would go out and work with Bell, bill simmons and I was seen as as a, a a candidate to go work at the Ringer. I think it, somewhere along the line that would have ruffled somebody's feathers.
1: I feel like that's a pretty terrible analogy. I'm gonna. It be is. Honest I'm terrible because... at
0: podcasting, so like it would. I don't know why I would talk to Bill Simmons about it, but like, yeah. find somebody who. Would oh, not, that was rude. <laughs> but like, I would. I I think it would. What it comes down to is just like, at that level of things when you consider the rich paul connection and and what magic johnson has been willing to do so far as a lakers executive like of course the a the league was going to look at this and is i think going to continue to look at it and b elton brand should be pissed that that he has a rogue employee just saying like oh yeah go talk to whoever you want to talk to
1: No, he didn't say that. He reached out to the Lakers asking if they could make set something like that up. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen. So like that's where I think that the gray area is of like he knew that or he probably knew that they'd have to reach back out to the Sixers and coordinate that. But he was being the middleman and saying, look, this is something that Ben is interested in. If the Lakers are, I think that kind of stuff happens probably more than you'd think. I don't think it happens then, with president of basketball operations. Yeah, ge- well, generally not because there are only thirty of those. But uh, so we we got our our last update on mm-hmm. this story later tonight when uh, there was a report from Ramona Shelburne of ESPN saying that Elton Brand called Magic Johnson on Monday to apologize for insinuating that the Lakers had called unprompted to ask permission for Johnson to speak with uh, to speak with Simmons. How
0: so does, how does Brand screw that story up then? Like, there's just so many questions here that I have about how maybe everybody just sucks at their job. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just surrounded by idiots who don't understand how, like, the league should probably operate. And they're just walking around willy-nilly reporting stories and telling stories and misconstruing stories to anybody that they feel like it, and nobody gets any backlash for it. And and yet— the people who, like like the late the Lakers are probably going to be under league investigation because of this mistake on no, Brand's part.
1: I honestly I don't think that there's any way that they're still going to be under league investigation after this because of like like Elton Brand released a statement to Woj saying that they don't see this as any big deal and they expect Ben to be a Sixer for a long time. And he then later on there's this leak that he called and apologized to Magic about this. I don't think that this is the type of thing where they're going to continue to push the league to continue some tampering investigation. Like, I think the league is going to look around and they're going to be like, they're going to go to the Sixers and they're going to be like, do you think tampering occurred? Tell us your version of events. The they're going to go to the Lakers to do the same thing. They're going to go to Ben Simmons's people and Ben Simmons and ask them about it and they're going to come to the conclusion that no boundaries were crossed. Like I I think that the one thing the the one thing that Lakers that the Lakers and Magic Johnson and if you're a Lakers fan who does not want to see the Lakers or Magic Johnson get fined should fear is that Magic was still, you know, you can hear in that clip Still, pretty complimentary of Ben Simmons, um, which you know, as we learned from the Giannis corollary, like you know, he's been fined for anyway. Even when he was saying that that greatness was going to allow Giannis to win a championship in Milwaukee, like generally, executives are not supposed to talk about other teams' players at all. The coaches Let's are all allowed. working with said players. Yeah, usually coaches are no, but even outside of that, I'm just saying, like, it, like even, even like less than that, like. They draw That Hence let alone. Like let, yeah, let alone. Like they, they don't it. even let you talk about that. Right. Like like the only reason coaches are allowed to is because, you know, like the media has to ask about specific play. It would just create all kinds of problems. If yeah. like if coaches weren't allowed to talk about opposing players, they would like where do you draw the line? In press <laughs> conferences, they they'd have to be like, well, one of the guys on the other team really lit us up tonight. <laughs> yeah, really had it going. Look at the box score. You could probably guess who. Like, coaches are allowed to talk about this for a reason. There's a practical reason they're allowed to discuss this with the media. Really, there's no practical reason that executives should should be extended the same privilege. And so I think that that's the one thing that you have to worry about here if you're the Lakers. or. L- but the fact that the Sixers seem so unbothered by this makes it hard for me to believe that this is going to be the angle that the NBA chooses to pursue. Although, at the same time the Bucks were so happy about the magic quote that they tweeted it out from their own social media <laughs> account that made a graphic of it. Yep. So like, I, who's to say, you know, what's going to happen here. Can,
0: can I ask you a question here that I, I that just kind of dawned on me while you were talking? Sure. Do you think if Elton Brand wasn't a former player, he'd be making a bigger stink out of this? Like, do you think, do you think like Daryl Morey or, or one of these new age executives or the one, you know, the, the numbers based, the, the MIT type guys, do you think one of those guys makes a bigger stink out of this than than, than Elton Brand has? Do you think they even go out and, and apologize for misconstruing I, I the story? I think Del Demps
1: would. Probably, yeah. But, like, I think there's the argument for and there's the argument against. The argument for is, like, you're really trying to stick it to a rival – and you know, like you like they're already they're kinda on the ropes in regards to how the league sees them with tampering stuff and maybe if you really cried foul about this, like you could get the league to dock them permanently the ability to sign Ben Simmons or something like that. We're like just, I'm just it's saying, such I'm a pathetic. stupid point in, in,
0: in dealing with all of this that like I can't really even put it past Elton Brand and be like, no no no, everything's okay. Please look over here. We have emails. No, no, no. Magic, I'm sorry. I messed up. Magic, d- I'm sorry. Yeah. Picks up the other phone. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, get this quote out there. You know? <laughs> like, I, no, I, we're at so such a argument- ridiculous point with all of this stuff. That's why it was always dumb that the league tried to open Pandora's box about having to, to, to worry about tampering in the first place. It's always gone on. And now so, all of a sudden the they seem to have a problem for- with it.
1: Would be to screw to really screw the other guy, but the argument against would be there's only 30 teams in the league, or, so there's only 29 other teams than you. Yeah, like the, this is the argument that we've talked about a lot with Rob and with um, with Magic over the last couple of weeks is you can't go around pissing everyone off and like to be and you know crowing about how we're gonna steal all your star players and expect people to work with you. Like I think it's the same thing if if the if the Lakers are just like. No, F this guy. He like tried to push this like like BS tampering investigation against us. Like he when should. we know that one of his employees <laughs> We're the victims like reached out and asked us about this and then like he's basically trying to like take advantage of this situation like i think the lakers would probably look badly along that i think you'd probably see some other teams like not be as trustful of the sixers in their dealings with them if he were to do something like that like i don't to me i think that that's a greater downside than the upside is of potentially like getting the lakers to get slapped with a fifty thousand dollar fine you know but like I, I tampering allegations if if Elton Brand really felt like this was some type of tampering thing or this was some type of thing that he should be aggrieved about, they would be pushing it because it would be a serious thing. But the fact that he's apologizing to Magic, he's releasing statements to Woj, basically saying we don't see this as a threat, makes me think that they don't see it as a threat and they don't see it as that big of a deal. And that's because I think – like. Number one, they know that their guy precipitated precipitated all this. And so that would be a bad look for them if they were all of a sudden pushing on this that hard and all of that. So, like, I, I don't know. I just I don't think I, I think maybe another GM would. But to me, I just don't really see the upside outweighing the possible downsides of it. I, I I still think the league
0: moves on it and it doesn't really matter what the Sixers have to say on the topic. There's been so much. And this is why this is why. Look, let's take a break. And when we come back, I'll explain why I think that way and why it's kind of sort of the Lakers' fault that they might get investigated on this one too. So, the Lakers right now, like it's a running joke almost with Lakers Twitter, right? On on the Lakers Twitterverse where it's just... Any time, you know, like the the Knicks right now have that picture up for season ticket holders that has Kevin Durant in it, right? Yeah. Um. And and everybody. Well, is they up... took
1: it down. They apologized and they took it down.
0: Okay, but but everybody was up in arms and like, how isn't this tampering, right? And 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 they look at the whatever's going on with the Lakers and and they and they act as if it's it's some. Mis- Collusion, yeah, misjudgment on on everybody's part to to think that it's only the Lakers who are capable of of, of committing tampering. But but what the what people who are 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 treating the situation like that are ignoring is the fact that the Lakers did have that record fine levied against them for an actual tampering charge. Like they the league found actual evidence. The Lakers are going to be under extra stru- scrutiny. They only added to that scrutiny by the handling of this Anthony Davis thing and and now the very same agent who brought out all of that extra scrutiny Rich Paul represents Ben Simmons and now all of a sudden you might have that same dynamic that the Lakers are, are trying to take advantage of in New Orleans that might come back up here for Philly so like if I was a, if I was a 76ers fan I'd want it looked at I don't care what Elton
1: Brand says about it I'd want it looked at I mean, I think that that's fair. I think the I think the thing to take away here to me is that Everybody's this would dumb. not be. A, it, well, yeah, this is all dumb. That's number one. But number two is like somebody was saying to me, they're like somebody tried to make a very very woke argument that this was actually um, this was actually a positive for magic and that this was really smart on his part hmm. to get out in front of this and admit that completely unprompted to reporters because otherwise they would have looked guilty for not admitting it earlier when Woj dug it up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I it's been think that's that an incredibly charitable way to view um, what Magic did. In that press scrum, as you heard, I do not think that this was Magic Johnson, the calculated executive, being like, you know, somebody's going to dig this up anyway from November. It hasn't come out yet. So I'm just going to bring it up in this scrum of reporters right now. I do not think that that is what was going through his head. I think that he was like that his his brain went to the Ben Simmons file and he was just trying to think of something to say about Ben Simmons and was like, oh, yeah, I'm great. He wanted to work out with me. Um And I think that it was just like – it was a totally unforced gaffe. And the, the, to me, the major takeaway from this is that this would not have even been a story if he hadn't said this in front of reporters, yeah. which, like, exposes a lack of, like, forethought on his part and also just shows that, like, you know – I I, I got to be careful how I phrase this. like But, like, we as a larger media can almost – create these stories out of thin air sometimes and i almost feel like that's what happened here where magic spoke about this and then all of a sudden you know it gets tweeted about and then everybody's talking about it what does this mean what does this mean and then elton brand gets asked about it and he says something and then all of a sudden like the nba is getting asked like well what do you guys think and they're like oh this thing uh yeah we're gonna look into if tampering occurred and all that. And then, like, you know, you just – you almost create this firestorm because you're going around and digging into things. And then it – when really – this honestly shouldn't have been that big of a deal. It sounds like it was a pretty big miscommunication on the part uh, of – Like it was a giant game of telephone almost. <laughs> Everybody. And, like – You know, and so to me, I don't know, I think that it like outlined the perils of the instantaneous reaction media environment that we have right now, too, where all these people are being asked for definitive statements on, on things that they probably didn't really expect to get asked about they weren't really expecting to have to deal with and they're having to react in real time and we're all reacting and judging all of this in real time like i'd say earlier today the lakers looked a lot worse than after all the details came out that it was actually the sixers who reached out to them about this because you know you and i were talking and we were completely flabbergasted it's like no, why would you even suggest that you should work with Ben Simmons? Why would you even consider this? But, like, it's very different <laughs> I, if the Sixers themselves, like a Sixers personnel member, reaches out to you and goes, hey, will you work with Ben Simmons? Of course you're going to think that there's nothing, like, wrong there. And then by by the accounts from the media, Rob Polinka called Elton Brand to say, hey, this seems off to me. I don't really think that we should do it. So here's where I think the difference
0: in Rob Polinka's abilities in his position and Magic Johnson's abilities and his position really stick out, right? Magic Johnson, unprompted, brought this story back up a month after the fact, right? Yeah, and and relit the, no, or, or lit it
1: was, it was November,
0: right? But, but uh, lit a fire under a story that was dormant, that it, had it, it had never been a story, right? And that was because of his own misunderstanding of how media works. Palinka, on the other hand, immediately jumps on the phone. And clarifies things up because he has an understanding of of like public relations, just basic public relations, and and understanding that like the Lakers can't take another well, Blake hit. On this jumped front. on the phone months ago, it, like that's no, no, no. But I'm saying I'm saying today, yeah. Like it wasn't. We didn't get any statement. Do we got a statement from Magic?
1: We got a statement um, from the, the Lakers. Lakers about Palinka. We right. didn't get a statement from Palinka, uh,
0: but he was he was the one who apparently jumped onto the phone and and reached out to to various reporters to try to clear the air right now.
1: No, I mean we don't know that. Like we know that somebody reached out to reporters. We don't know that it was Palinka. Okay. He didn't go on record anywhere. That's all I'm saying. Like we can guess at that, but uh, he didn't go on record anywhere. So we we I, to me it's not really. To- I mean that would be my guess, but like it's also not totally fair to credit him for that when we have no idea. Can we also take a second to just
0: laugh at in in the middle of Ramona's report that uh, someone in Ben Simmons' camp, not
1: Rich Paul. <laughs> 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 was was the one who, who, who... First all, was like keep my name out of this story i can't
0: <laughs> i can't do this again <laughs> and and uh, do you think do you think some of this fallout from anthony davis might actually make everybody better at dealing with these situations like do you think there's a chance that everybody kind of learned from okay maybe we can't flex our muscle quite that openly
1: well, Anthony, I would say that, but then Magic Johnson went in front of reporters this weekend, and five words into an innocuous answer about Ben Simmons, said that he was thinking about working out with him this summer. Everybody if capable the of said learning, it was okay? Can,
0: can everybody capable of learning walked away from this Anthony Davis situation
1: a little bit better for having gone through that that Anthony Davis situation. That would that would be the optimistic way to view things. I don't know that we have any evidence <laughs> that that's the case yet. Well, the fact that like Rich Paul made sure to say like. Uh-uh. Well, you know, again, we don't know. We just know that, you know, she spoke with maybe someone in Simmons' camp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't know that. I'm just, I'm trying to keep us from a libel suit here, okay? Or yeah, that's it be, fair.
0: That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Uh,
1: I just, you know. Or we'd be slander because it's out loud.
0: Funny, but, funny how uh, it Funny how it kind of like, like specifically not Rich Paul.
1: I, I can't imagine who that would have come from. Um. Anything else on this story before well, it we move on? Could have really on. not been Rich Paul. I mean, she she put in her story that it was like she put in her story that it was Simmons's brother that reached out about this, um, and so like reached out to the Sixers guy about this. So that could, that's somebody in Simmons' camp, right? But
0: I, I'm I'm saying that that I think Rich Paul and 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 Clutch right now are kind of reeling for for how things went with Anthony Davis, and I think. If given the opportunity to clear his name completely from this different situation, he was going to take that opportunity.
1: Maybe. I mean, he's went on record an awful lot. He went on record today. I thought it was very interesting that he went on record about the Lakers' interest in Marquise Morris. I've never seen an agent go on record to like with one of those, like, these teams are interested in my client things. Who do you think the Lakers walk away with here, Mello or Marquise? I was a lot more confident it was going to be Melo before the weekend passed than it wasn't Melo. So, like, I don't know if they're just, like, trying to play hard to get. Like, they want Melo to send a tweet, like, saying, like, I'd like to join the Lakers or something like that. Or, like, tweet at Lakers, like, hey, you up? I think they've I think they
0: spent this whole—there isn't a lot—there isn't a market for Carmelo Anthony out there. The Lakers wanted to see how Marquise's health was going to look. They have the time to be able to do
1: that because there isn't a market for Melo. And— sure. Now that now that there is a one would almost think that maybe that should caution them before signing Mello. The well, I think that... I think if they sign Melo, uh, it would be because there aren't any other options
0: out there, and they just say, "Fine, LeBron, here's this bone." Right? But I, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be if there is literally any other option out there. I think at this stage of the story, we can fairly safely assume. That they're going to go in that
1: direction. Like if Trevor Ariza becomes made is made available, it sounds like him and the Wizards want to stay together long it's term. It's such a
0: weird thing there.
1: Trevor, hey, Trevor Ariza wants to get paid wherever it is. So
0: you know, very honestly, true. I
1: can't fault him for that.
0: Very very true. Uh, but you know, if if that changes, uh, I, I I would want to be a Washington Wizard so long as John Wall is out. Like I, I think they're a better team without him. I would want to be a
1: Washington Wizard as long as they paid me more than anyone else is willing to. <laughs>
0: you're a wizard Harry um and then and then if you know the Lakers were already tied to Wayne Ellington uh and then he went to Detroit and then now the the newest thing is Markeith Morris um the Lakers I don't think were at, they were never
1: reportedly in on Lynn right he he just kind of immediately no he, to he he was um finalizing the buyout with the intention to go to Toronto yeah so I, I think what what i've learned over the course of this last
0: few days since the trade deadline is that the lakers aren't particularly interested in carmelo anthony so long as other options are going to be out there but if no other options pop up or if the lakers miss on any of those other options or all of those other options then i think we get to watch carmelo anthony in a lakers uniform
1: maybe yeah i mean uh, by all accounts now marquise morris is healthy so we'll see if we get uh if that news drops I guess it could drop before you listen to this podcast if it comes out late tonight um, or, you know, could drop today on Tuesday. Mm-hmm.
0: Last last thing before we get out of here. This was – I didn't – I meant to say that I wanted to talk about this, but we didn't get to it right before the show. But do you think, uh, Anthony – like how do you feel about this Anthony Davis playing, not playing thing? Because that was – before all this – Sixers stuff popped up that was the big topic of communication
1: today yeah that's such a miserable debate to have online because there's like character limits and all that um I mean for me I kind of like I see both sides of the argument like yes he did sign a contract but also like he never asked to play in New Orleans and was forced to sign there and it was most financially advantageous for him to continue to sign contract like he was heavily heavily like sort of strong armed into continuing to sign contracts in new Orleans, yeah. which you can argue, isn't like the same as when Restricted you and I signed a contract. A for all we work. need to get rid of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like the whole, my thing is like, I get why Like I, I almost do kind of lead more towards the side that they should be allowed to shut him down if they want, because he number one, he did sign the massive extension. He didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't have to do that. And he, and then he's the one that that demand not only demanded to be out, but uh, at the very least allowed him to for make it. that very public and ugly. And so, if they're saying fine, we want to get you've shown to be incredibly injury prone over your career. We want to keep you healthy because otherwise, we're double screwed. If you get majorly hurt, then we can't get a lot for you, and you're not going to stay. It's not like you're going to stay here either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know. I kind of understand why they would want to sit him even if I understand like you know why why that makes people upset. Here's my thing. We we have we have this weird
0: dynamic between in in professional sports between entertainment and competition, right? Like the player the 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 Spurs resting players, back at like the peak Spurs resting players thing, like that was seen as okay because it was it was ahead of the time. Before resting became such a priority that the league started altering the way that they would put the schedule out there, right? And and on one hand, you would say, well, okay, it makes sense organizationally that, that the Spurs should do that, right? It's good for the players. It keeps them fresher, uh, all of those things. But as a league that makes a lot of money off of entertainment and ratings and, and all of that, that – Sitting your your best players when they're healthy doesn't make a lot of sense for for how things are going to go for for the fans right now. Here's why that
1: argument is BS to me right now. H- how much money do you think the league is making off of uh, Pelicans ticket sales right now? Oh, like nothing. Yeah. So, like, do, do you think that that's affected very much whether Anthony no. Davis plays or doesn't? Well,
0: but like, I it's we've we've been put in this weird spot where people are arguing for for a top five player to not play. Like it's just weird to me.
1: I I enjoy my I enjoy, my, I enjoy weird, watching
0: like, my favorite athletes
1: play. It, it's weird, but I also think like you know the NBA can't make the argument that this is like such a bad thing financially for the league and like in the best interest of people watching. Like how many people are tuning in to watching watch Pelicans games the rest of this? Well, year? that was part of the problem. That's, yeah, that's not, part of the reason why in, Anthony that, Davis that's wants part out. of why Anthony Davis yeah. wants yeah. to leave. So, no, and, and I no,
0: I that grant that doesn't hold water to I me. Grant, I grant I grant that. Uh, but yeah. Right now, so the the extreme version of that conversation is in Major League Baseball, and I know you're, you, you don't care hardly at all, if at all, about Major League Baseball, but right now in Major League Baseball, you have two of the best free agents that the league has seen in quite some time. And pitchers and catchers just re- reported to spring training this past week, or they're about to, or something like that. And... Uh, both those guys remain unsigned, and the reason for it is because the 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 league MLB instituted this luxury tax, and now all of a sudden fans for some reason <laughs> care about their owners' luxury tax bills. I don't get it. There's no, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And and what you what you have right now is this conversation in baseball where uh, the the people are are concerned about what's best for. A cap sheet, as much as they're as they're concerned for their their team, adding good players to their roster, and and you know I I, I don't think it's good for a league where fans just all of a sudden just say like no actually I I I, I care about organizational well being more than I care about watching good players play. I just I it's a it's it's not a very it's not a road I'm very comfortable traveling down. And and like with Anthony Davis here. I just want to see good players play. I don't think that's a ridiculous thing to, to, to want to watch while also granting that, yes, organization, organizationally speaking, they should probably sit Anthony Davis. It, and sir, that it, you were
1: also in the vast minority of people, like, out of the NBA's entire audience that really cares whether or not Anthony Davis plays or not. Maybe, Maybe that's a problem with the NBA, though. Like – I mean, it's definitely it's a, a Pelicans problem. That's why Anthony Davis wants, and it's an Anthony Davis problem. That's why I he think, wants to leave. I think he wants also, to go somewhere where people are going to care whether or I not think, he plays.
0: I think it's also an NBA problem. Like it speaks to it speaks to the 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 thing. One of the things that small markets are up against that they don't they, they those teams aren't marketed very well. Like if Anthony Davis was a Laker and this very same situation was going on and he wanted out, I think people would be more up in, up in arms about a a Laker superstar. Not being put in front of the national audience on a, on a regular
1: yeah, basis, for sure it would. But they don't. They aren't in New Orleans, which is why I, to me I don't really get the NBA. I mean, I guess the the, the the are what the NBA is doing right now is they're holding them out because of the like. Tanking. competition policy it's like that or they're not holding him out they're Anti- saying the pelicans can't hold him out yeah. because of the competition policy and the anti-tanking measures mm-hmm. and so like they're saying that it doesn't like there's no real there's no reason you're sitting him so you can't sit him and just increase your lottery odds just like we wouldn't let anyone else sit anyone else. yeah it's funny
0: it's funny to me that we had uh people comparing that situation to chandler parsons and to J.R. smith and to any other player who is not a top five talent in the NBA, that's a little disingenuous. <laughs> that cat agrees. Yeah,
1: my, Sasha. Sasha is very <laughs> against that comparison.
0: I think that's a good. That's a good <laughs> place to call it a day. Sasha
1: chimed in, and we gotta go. Uh, that'll do it though for hey, it only it took, it took it it wasn't a human but someone finally agreed with you
2: <laughs>
0: you know what I, cats are better than dogs no they're not they're not that'll do it though for this episode of the lake show i'm anthony Irwin. this was a very stupid day we'll try to do better tomorrow maybe we'll see
1: please search out our podcast on itunes silver screen and roll review subscribe rate you you cut out right there which i think is pretty perfect did you really cut me off as I was talking? No, to point you cut podcast?
0: out. You stopped. You stopped. It stopped recording on your end as soon as you said where to, where you were trying to tell people to find the podcast, which I think is I think is fair on on the internet's
1: part. Fuck you. <laughs>